Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, from tone to tone, from the old apartment to Moonstone, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Please, dear God, don't tell my friends about my co-host, Evan. I make excuses for his behavior, but can his <laughs> illness be my savior? It's my co-host, Saker. Oh, Evan, you know me too well. I had, uh, he makes excuses for his behavior as mine, and I was like, Evan is surely going to pick the same line as me. I am avoiding that we one. Have a, we have a preternatural ability to guess each other's it's lines. True. Well, sometimes there's only one good one. So, yeah, I mean, please, dear God, don't tell my friends about you. I mean, I yeah. don't want it to be known that we associate with one another. <laughs> well, and we That's don't why really I have outside a this podcast. podcast. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, he's the kind of person that if you see him on the other side, I'll shift the same, change to the other side of the street when I see him. <laughs> After the podcast is over, like, you nod at me once and then you leave my house. <laughs> you don't exchange any more words with me. Yeah, it's you just hand done. me you hand me thirty dollars. That's correct. In cash, and then our friendship is done for that we, week. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all for show. It is all for literal show. 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 Yes, yeah, indeed. We put on our superhero costumes. <laughs> we do put on our. What 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 superhero costume are you wearing today? Could you describe it? Because I'm looking at I it, but I can't figure it out. The pedestrian. Okay, I, I have wondered. super speed, but only in designated areas like sidewalks, crosswalks, sure. that sort of stuff. I dressed up as. Do you know who? I mean, I always felt like this would be a good superhero name. I'm you... the Human Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to get you to watch The Human Centipede with me, and you never will. This is a real story you are, that I hate. Uh, cluster flock. A, cl- a cluster flock? Yeah, a bunch you can, of birds? you can talk to birds, but they hate you. <laughs> That's your superpower. I really, truly like that one. Let's give let's give superpowers to all the bare naked ladies. Mm, I feel like somebody should ask, email us that question, oh. and we'll answer it in our email segment, because we need more emails. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, do you want to do it now? We can give them all. Okay, Stephen Page. Uh, I... Uh, see, this is Spectre. what's going to happen, is you're going to... Uh, Spectre your, feet. I'm going to put you... What the fuck? So, Phantom Limbs ability from Venture Brothers? Spectre feet. No, he's... Uh, he puts Whenever he puts on shoes, they're invisible. I whatever shoes he wears you know, are invisible. This is the stupid... So, it always looks like he's barefoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed will be the racist. He's the, <laughs> he's, the, he's fastest, the, fastest, the fastest man alive. alive. <laughs> okay, all right. Toss um, me one. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. The noodler. Give me oh, a bit. Oh, Tyler, Tyler. I was giving you a name and you had to come up with the uh, power. D- Tyler is a mountain dwarf. Mountain dwarf? <laughs> and he's he's the strongest uh, man in the universe uh, and he has the best beard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who, who was the noodler? Was that Jim? Or no, it was Andy. Yeah. Well, I just, the noodler, I was just saying a name. It's like, uh, I don't know, their power would be like, you, never, you, never get be full, you never get full on spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, you can so eat you any noodle-based food and you amount. <laughs> There's been a weird amount of noodle-based crises in the world that the noodler just handles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, finally, oh, Jim. No. Oh, what, what, shoot me one. Uh, uh, Jim is going to be... Um, immunity dog. Immunity dog? He, can, he has total immunity, but only when he takes the form of a dog. I think you're very confused about this exercise. <laughs> I'm yelling a bear lady. You're yelling a random combination of words. Yeah, and, then the and next, I'm giving them a power. I'm making them a superhero. How about, uh, oh, the shamer. Jesus Christ. The shamer. He we can, ran, oh, Kevin. Okay. Kevin's, Kevin is the shamer? The shamer. This he can so see dumb. the last 10 sites anyone's visited on the internet. Here's what you did. You came up with a bunch of fun... <laughs> superhero concepts yeah. and then you randomly assign them to very naked yeah, ladies yeah yeah what is the point of this shit uh it's making you laugh isn't it i am laughing i hate that i'm laughing god you're, damn it I'm, you're gonna be spin cycle you're always dizzy and your clothes are wet you are looking at your piece of paper as if you my notes did you really write down a bunch of superheroes for no reason I love superheroes. So That's what I do in my spare time is I come up with superhero names and powers. So when you when you said at the beginning of this, 
we put on our superhero costumes. You were just looking for an easy segue. Okay. So let me pull back the the curtain a little bit. Saker says, I don't want to write the intro dialogues anymore. So Evan, you come up with them. So I come up with them. I and then when I come up with one, Saker just like, oh yeah, this wasn't totally. I figured it would be naturalistic. You just say, hey, the craziest thing happened you know to me on You the know what naturalistic house. stuff is? It gets us garbage. You tell stupid, boring <laughs> stories. And I come up with awesome super powers. Like concealed carry. <laughs> He, he can have he have any gun on his person, but he has to tell anyone who asks, right? <laughs> sure. Make invisible. Okay. Give me one more, Evan. I'll allow you one more. Tooth fairy. Okay. Your teeth fall out because dollars push their way out of your gums. Ooh. But they grow back. They Does he have wings? Teeth. Can he fly? Yeah. Okay, good. Door jam. I said one more. Young man, you are overreaching. Door jam. <laughs> All right, go. Every doorknob he touches is stay sticky forever. Jesus Christ. Earl Grey. Any... Things he Stop. sits on slowly drains the color from. I hate you. That's really good. Copycat. He up like a duke. Copycat. He can do anything he's just seen a cat do. <laughs> I got, I got this a, is... I, you have I too many of these. I got a million. Okay. Listen. I know you have a million, but we have to make time. Cyclops. He's got one eye. <laughs> he's just weird. And this is where it ends. This, this is where, is it, where it ends. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, good God. Our guest today. <laughs> Our guest today has writing credits for Razor Cake and New Noise Music magazines. She's an avid avid pinball aficionado who has her very own pinball podcast called Skillshot Pincast and a zine called Skillshot. It's Kayla Greet. Hi, Kayla. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm, well, Hi, I'm a little fatigued right now, but I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> you are fatigued. What has been causing you fatigue? Oh, superheroes. A superhero <laughs> fatigue. Both in movies and in Evan. Yeah. I agree with yeah. you 100%. <laughs> yes. Um, you're just snarling at me, Evan. I'm sorry if our guest Is he like immunity you. dog right now? Yes. <laughs> He's immunity dog. He's copycat. He just saw a cat snarl. <laughs> just saw a cat snarl. Oh, damn. It's true. Uh... Kayla, it's so good to have you on the cast. Uh, it's you, nice to be had. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we, we we found you because Evan posted up our uh, Benjamin Harrison episode in his Greatest Generation fan group. Is this correct, Ev? Yes. And uh, you are a Greatest Generation fan and a Bare Naked Ladies fan, which seems to be a, a bizarre intersection. A, <laughs> we call ourselves Friends of DeSoto. Friends right. of DeSoto. Yes. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah, and you should be sorry. Uh, why are you friends of DeSoto? You know, I'd try to explain it to you, but then you would just get bored and like, start playing with your phone. Really so I'm just going to... This episode, I can't play with my phone because that's where our guest lives. Oh. <laughs> You've trapped her there. She's now in this hellscape. Um, yeah. Uh, so um, you. So tell us a little bit about Bare Naked Ladies. How did you get into Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, boy. So I'm going to be one of the rare exceptions to your show where um, I kind of show up in the PPE in the post-page era. Oh, my goodness. Uh, wow. <laughs> the PPE and the, the other PPE. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, when Stunt came out and One Week was everywhere, like, that's when I was first aware of B&L. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I was not really into that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, it's stuff that, like, I don't know, my parents would listen to. Yeah, like, uh, I, is kind I, of the impression I got. Sure, I mean, I mean, I think it's 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 kind of strange because you come from, I mean, you 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 write a lot of stuff for, I mean, is it is it punk music or is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. and that is almost the antithesis of Very Good Ladies, right? Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what is there an intersection between the two? I mean, how did you come to it in the in especially in the PPE when I feel like maybe it's <laughs> even a little more radio friendly than it was previously. Totally. 
Um, it's through pinball. Um, I found out that Ed Robertson was a big pinball fan, and I made it my mission that, like, right after, shortly after uh, starting our podcast, I was like, we need to find good guests who can right. be a nice get. Oh. And I was like, you know, I'd been on, you know, pinball forums for a while, and people were talking about Ed, and they had just released Silverball, uh, which is sure. three records away, and it's like, holy mm-hmm. shit, they wrote a pinball record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I need to get a hold of this dude. So I kind of internet stalked him for a little bit. And <laughs> that's fine. That's perfectly fine. That's incredible. Yeah. That's, that's socially acceptable um, in the modern era. Yeah. It didn't take very long to get to Ed Robertson. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> we need to learn your secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Could you give us some tips? It's taking us a very long time. Well, to I, think Ed Robertson. I think that the most important tip is being interested in something that he's interested oh, in. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Do you like Star Trek? Like I'm like asking him. Right. But yeah, so I so I like um, private messaged him on a message board and was like, hey, uh, so we have this podcast. Would you like consider being a guest? I see that you're playing Seattle in the, on this date. Uh, we could set something up. Let me know. And he just responded with absolutely, and I was like, great, perfect. That's <laughs> awesome. incredible. That's so yeah. fucking cool. So all we have to do is masquerade as a pinball podcast. I right, think that exactly. would do it. Right, cool. He's been he's been on several other shows, other pinball podcasts too. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we met, met up, um, like shortly after, like I sent him my number and he texted me and I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Yeah. I'm like, this is the chickadee China guy from one week video. <laughs> like, what? Um, <laughs> and was that kind and, of like your exposure to Brandon Good Ladies at that point? It's just like, oh, the one week and sort of. I mean, at that point, but I, I knew, yeah, Brian Wilson, million dollars, right. all that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I kind of like deep dove into like a, a cursory research on them at that point because i was like i have like 15 years of of their career to make up for <laughs> right uh, you know? and uh i mean we mostly talked about pinball and his intro to it and like why he enjoys it but i also wanted to talk about the band a little bit and and my co-host was like let's talk about that community reference like, yeah. right. uh, <laughs> uh, boy everyone tags me in that and uh the yeah. uh forgive me father it's been one week since my last confession <laughs> or yeah whatever it is but uh-huh. each time i only get stronger uh, or on com- comedy bang bang they do uh that clip from one week too yup 100 percent all the time which is good yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cbb fan so that one right, i'm into sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. yeah that is that is crazy so, cool so it's so, so awesome yeah um, pinball so, kind of brought you guys together then oh i'm sorry go ahead oh no it's okay i was just gonna wrap it up with this little bow of uh so graham and i was the my, my co-host for my podcast he and i like met up for for breakfast beforehand and i was like how do you want to play this what how, what are you expecting <laughs> and uh, so you know we 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 pre-gamed and um then i was like so if he asks us if we want to go to the show or do you want to go and he's like that's not gonna happen i was like Come. <laughs> i'm like he's he- he's headlining this is Mary Moore Park outdoors yeah. and it's their last show of tour. What do you, what the fuck you mean? It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so we like, we, I had my friend open his arcade, uh, an hour early for us so that we could hang out with Ed and he brought his son and like his road manager and all that. And we played pinball for a while and then recorded it. It was our first offsite recording. And so then we did that and I'm playing X-Men and he comes up. He's like, Hey Kayla, I don't want to bother you. And I just like trap a ball and like turn around, look real badass. I was like, what's up, Ed? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I just wanted to see if you guys wanted to go to the show. I was like, yeah, we do. And, <laughs> and he's like, did you want two or four? I was like, four tickets. It would be great. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, so not only do we get like really good seats in the 10th row, but we got backstage passes and <gasps> VIP like after hours. And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, 
being in the punk scene, like I could not find a friend to go with me. So we took right. two of, like <laughs> we took Graham's bandmate and his brother and they were over the fucking moon about it. And I I went to that show with like, you know, just open mind and was like, you know, this could be fun. Right. I was blown I was blown away by how good they were. Like I had a, a genuinely good time. Yeah, yeah. Their oh, yeah. live show is unbelievable. Um and so mm-hmm. have you have you seen them since then? Have you oh, kind yeah. of hit every tour that they've been through? Every year, yeah, since then. Like I just hit up bed and I'm like, he's like, how many tickets do you need? And I just get backstage passes now. It's like it's wow. amazing. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That is so fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> like That's... this last tour that they did, um he uh, so Stern Pinball is based out of Chicago and they had just put out an Iron Maiden pinball machine and he had one on tour with him. Right. And so, so if we didn't watch better than Ezra. I was backstage playing pinball with Ed. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so he brings a pinball machine on tour to every venue. Th- this time he did. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. That's uh, really, really crazy. So now we know last what year he had one, right? Last year he had one on tour, um, for Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. A Sarah McLaughlin themed pinball machine. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh no that's 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 insanely no, cool. He, she wanted him to find down track down uh, I think it was uh, Nine Ball or Stargazer I think it was because she when she was offered her major um, record label contract she was in the middle of a game and she said I'll sign that when I'm finished with this game. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! A more badass move than trapping yeah. the ball and signing I know, it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she signed it on top of the machine. She's like, I want to get that machine for my house. Fuck, Fuck, that is mm-hmm. a crazy power move. Not even yeah, a copy, right? but that machine specifically. <laughs> yeah, Sarah wow. and rules. That's really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wish that, like, I want to engage you more on the pinball front. I am the fucking worst pinball That's player. <laughs> no. I've seen I've seen people worse than you. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, you've not seen me, friend. <laughs> well, the thing is like he he takes a he eats the balls. I do. Uh, That's hungry hungry hippos. <laughs> that, yeah, he can't tell the difference. I've been confusing the two. And hungry hungry hippos I whack the balls around the table <laughs> trying to hit obstacles. <laughs> now I just straight down the middle every time. What is your advice oh, okay. for a noob like me who just fucking can't should I tilt more? What's the what's the <laughs> Put really powerful magnets in your pockets. Damn. Is that oh my god, has there been a pinball scandal where someone has like a magnet in their hand? No, not <sighs> not that as far as I know of, like but it could be good. But no, just don't flip but two don't do both flippers at the same time. Um <laughs> you okay. Yeah, I guess I'm very easy to read. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my MO. That's his power because move. All, all you're doing is making a bigger opening, really, because like the arch of those flippers is coming open, and you're making a wider gap for your ball to go straight down, down the middle. Okay, all right, yeah, um, good call. And then <laughs> just like some side nudging would be fine. Like if it's coming straight down the middle and you have a time to react, give it a little bump on the right or left side of the of the table, and it'll change the trajectory of the ball. Oh my god, I, entry level newbie shit, but it's so helpful for <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. There also, are... start tra- you can start trying to play one handed. That's how you get really good too. Uh, I'm sorry. How do you put? You like switching your hand from side to side? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh huh. One behind your back, one for one for play. And that's how you get good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. I know it sounds crazy, but it shows you uh, the physics of like how the ball bounces on the rubbers of the flippers. So you'd be like, oh, when I normally would have reacted and shot that ball back into play it bounced over to the other side and I could have just chilled for a second. Oh, so you don't even, you just mainly like aim with, with one of them. You don't like switch your hand or do you switch your hand from side to side? Yeah. You switch your hand from side to side. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. But in the time that you're trying to get over there, like sometimes the ball bounces over oh. to the other flipper and you're like, Oh, so I, I would have been fine with that if I just like let it bounce over. 
over instead of reacted. For sure. That's super interesting. All right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, the, the only time I ever really play it is when I'm at a barcade and it is free because right. I feel like every time I put a dollar in, my game is immediately over. It's very totally. depressing. <laughs> I hear you. Yes, uh, I did that yesterday. I was at another famous Canadian's house. Um, oh, <laughs> um, my friend Todd McCulley used to play for the NBA, and now he's got a, wow. a collection of like 35, 40 pinball machines. Oh wow! Once a year, he has a Seattle pinball tournament league, league tournament at his house, and that was yesterday. I it see. Was really fun. That's yeah. really cool. Is that what is that on your table that I see? Oh, that's oh, oh that's just the name you dropped. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm oh. sorry. That's cool. it's just, um, shit. I was. You know, I had yeah. to judge in that moment, like. How close am I to this person that I've just met? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. uh, so do you have a favorite machine? I'm sure everybody does, but and I'm sure you've talked about this extensively on your podcast, but I'm curious for our sake. Sure. Um, I mean, I really like Monster Bash quite a bit, Attack from Mars, um, but like the mid-90s Williams era. Like, um, okay. Those are all licensed machines, right? Well, Monster Bash is sort of licensed. It's the Universal Monsters in a Rock and Roll uh, Band. Oh, cool. It's cool. fun. Yeah, it's great. Like Swamp, or what's his name? Swamp Man, Swamp Thing. He plays saxophone. Dracula plays bass. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> it's cool. That's really cool. So yeah. so when you're when you're attracted to a machine, is it like the theme that gets you? Or is it like the the actual mechanics of the machine? Or is it some sort of mix of the two? It's a bit of a mix of the two. I mean, the um, the theme will draw me in, f like, further away. But uh, uh -huh. every, every new game I'm going to play anyways. Like, the newest one right now is Deadpool. I still haven't had a chance to go play it. Uh -huh. um, but I'll play every new game. And then um, I, I have more fun with the layout of the game. Like, I've had friends who are like, oh, I don't play that because I don't like the theme. I'm like, I'll play fucking Harley Davidson if it's got good ramps on it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's yeah. here's the question that you had to have known was coming, I guess. <laughs> the intersection between the two. A bare naked ladies pinball machine. What would it uh, entail? What's the theming? What are the I mean, uh, tell me, what would yeah. be your dream? You there? have a million dollars to put to, you have a million dollars and one week to put together a bare naked ladies <laughs> pinball machine. Well, the the base of it's going to be a craft dinner. Okay, um, very good. Like, yeah, and the, the the pop bumpers will be Tyler's drums and he's just like trapped over there. <laughs> so every time the ball goes in the pops, he's just like doing drum solos. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> um there's gonna be a big face on the play field well let, let's do two faces and uh like there's games where you like funhouse that has a face where you have to trap the ball in the mount in his mouth to start multi-ball it's like mm -hmm. very silly right um so we'll have ed and steve right up there and they'll just be like talking shit to each other <laughs> just have to like <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much <laughs> would there be sound clips oh yeah oh, of course uh -huh. okay and All then right. you, you can have like a custom entry too or you just like you could have you know your own sound clips in there of what you want them to say and it'll go through a voice filter and make it sound like each of them hell yes oh, man. i love yeah. that <laughs> and then just like right below the flippers is andy cregan he's just like hey guys can i come in <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor sad andy oh god and yes. jim's like no no, no i'm busy and <laughs> So he's actively pushing Andy out of the pinball yeah, machine. He, he's like, wait until, you know, this deep cut that we're going to play maybe once. We'll bring you in. Don't worry. Oh, when the I'm, flugelhorn is coming, we'll bring yes, you in. Yes, on the Kuika. Kuika, yeah. Uh I love how 
actively antagonistic your pinball <laughs> machine is. People talking shit, people pushing each other around. Tyler is the only truly good brother versus player. brother. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Kevin Hearn, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, but, he's the one playing the game. Oh, shit. Oh. I see. This is a real four-dimensional <laughs> pinball game. Totally. You can't play. It's only Kevin. 4D pinball. Mm-hmm. 4D pinball. That's correct. Oh, goodness. Well, that's very, very cool. Yeah, it sounds like a fun game to play. <laughs> Absolutely. So, do you do you still keep up with? Uh, obviously, you do. You still email. Do you do you guys talk casually? You and Ed email. Robertson, like we when text. It, oh, you text? Re- oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You showed us a text that you said where you informed him of our podcast, which <laughs> yeah, is right, right. terrifying yeah. to me. <laughs> Hi, Ed, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but um, uh, so you you talk about pinball. Do you talk about um, the new albums when they come out and like? I'm just curious, like, when you're friends with somebody of that level, are you like, hey, I loved this album, you know, obviously, maybe constructive, do you get demos? Do you, like, how close is that friendship? No, no, not not with that. Um, So, like, when they, you know, I I haven't actually talked to him about new records um, over the phone, but I have been like, hey, amazing job on uh, Juno Awards. Oh, yeah. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, like congrats on being a national treasure you know things like that <laughs> or, you know. congrats on being enshrined in canadians history and memories forever right or like you know one time he texted me he's like hey i'm in brazil at the olympics here's a picture of my family i'm like that's amazing wow <laughs> fucking incredible damn so here's the moment so like i thought it was going to be a one and done flash in the pan like that was a, my brush with greatness sure. and, and then you know he would never speak to me again right but um like our friend Randall, who works at the Eight Bit, he's just like really just outgoing, fun person, great personality. He made trucker hats of his face, um, and <laughs> not not of Ed's face, but of Randall's oh, face. Oh, okay, Randall's okay. amazing, right? Yeah, I should specify. But Ed was like so taken by him, and he's just like he bought a, a Randall hat, and he's like, "This guy's amazing." Um, when they're on stage, that first tour that I went to, he did an improv song about us, where like me and Graham are standing there looking at each other, dumbfounded, like, "Is he seriously doing this right now?" Like that's wow. yeah it's amazing unbelievable that is so yeah. fucking cool so amazing and we looked at the people next to us and like that song's about us <laughs> <laughs> i was like someone needs to know they're like oh cool <laughs> great um, good for you <laughs> yeah that's amazing though yeah and then so like a uh, you know a few days later when he gets home to toronto he sends me a picture of him shirtless on his boat wearing a randall hat and he's like repping randall on the like you know canadian east coast i was like oh my god we're friends <laughs> Holy shit. That's so you have a you have a shirtless Ed picture that no one else has in the world. That's terrifying. Do you know what you could do with that information? Oh. You could ruin him. No, I didn't you couldn't. Yeah, do anything, no I, guess. Yeah. I mean the last time it, nah, this is probably too no, go on. Okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off air. Okay, very good. Um all right. now the listener's like, what scandalous story does she have now? Oh good. Oh, I'm excited. No. Um well let's get into the song for this week so if you've never heard the song for this week it's called this is where it ends and this is how it goes i don't buy everything i read i haven't even read everything i bought i don't are dry but they're bloodshot I have faith in medication I Okay 
Okay, so this is where it ends. Kayla, as usual, I just kind of want to start and get some sort of baseline from you. Did you, I mean, did you did you go back and listen to the older stuff once you, I mean, obviously you, you did a deep dive. Um, so you've heard this song before. Did anything stand out to you the first time you heard it or this time? Did anything change for you? Oh, as the kids say on the internet now, to, I was today years old when I heard it. Wait, really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so you've never heard this one before. No, I mean, I listened, when you gave me a choice between two, I went and listened to both of them. I was like, oh, I kind of like that one better. Yeah. And went with that. So that was just a jerk reaction. Yeah. Interesting. All right, cool. So uh, what did you think of it, having heard it today for the first time or whenever it was? <laughs> it's just got a really sweet melody. Like, um, I, I feel like the guitar, the electric and the acoustic guitars together are nice. The drums, like, low in the mix. Um Tyler's kind of sitting back in the cut like it's just it's a nice mellow like good harmony song yes I would agree with that I think it is probably one of the most mellow songs on this one so far without Mm -hmm. like veering into the territory of sad plaintive right yeah, yeah plaintive yeah. like it clearly it's well, sad but it's like self-reflective yes. yes absolutely um i think it's interesting that they follow this one up with the song we're gonna do next week which is when i fall um i mean this this song begins like the very strange almost specifically intended to stymie our podcast like suicide trio oh. of songs which is real strange it's sweet it's yeah. yes it's it's suicide sweet <laughs> it's it's very <laughs> hard to riff on these songs yeah. because they're they are incredibly uh I, I mean sad i mean i don't i don't know how else to say it but but boy these are oh. these are rough to get through i had a different read where it wasn't so sad you did all right please go ahead i'd love to hear it well i mean he's talking about he's talking about addiction obviously right he's yeah. talking about right. uh you know alcoholism and you know going from functional alcoholic to non-functioning alcoholic but right. when, when he says this is where it ends i saw it more as an alcoholic talking to themselves saying all uh. right this is my last drink this is where it ends like Call the police. Call the press. Like you can, you can spread it around because this is my last drink. Don't tell my friends because I don't want, like I, I don't want them to know. I'm, right. just, I'm just cutting back. So and that's something that I mean I don't know if either of you have ever been addicted to anything, and I certainly haven't myself. But you get into those. It's been, like if, if, I don't know I, everyone has them like where you're trying to like I mean I drink a little too much and I'm like okay well I'm not gonna you know this is the last drink I'm gonna have tonight this is the last this is the last sort of thing and sure uh, mm-hmm. so this is where it ends is just sort of a a deferred feedback loop that people who are addicted to stuff falls into fall into like okay so he's not saying I'm gonna die this is the end of my life but this is where my addiction ends I'm gonna get help is oh. what my read on that was yeah That's sure sweet yeah, that yeah is, I like that better. That's a lot nicer. But the fact that he says it 700 times during the course of the song, I mean, obviously, this is... Uh... Right, but if it actually ended, he would only say it once. Right, so I'm saying there is some sadness to the... Like, he's just like, okay, this time I'm done. Okay, one yeah, more. Okay, right. I'm done. All right. But it's far different than him saying, all right, I fucked over my life. I fucked over my friends. Tell everyone. Don't tell them, but tell the police that I'm killing myself. <laughs> Well, I mean, I assume, right. yeah, the police will know eventually. Yeah, that's just kind of how how it goes. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think there was a lot in this song where, again, probably Evan and the guests teaming up against me. I feel like I didn't understand exactly. Like, I got those overtones of, you know, alcoholism and uh, addiction. and But I, I, I felt like I didn't quite get, like, the woman in the bridge felt like a huge surprise yeah. to me. Yeah. 
like I, I don't uh, Kayla what did you think about that I, I don't I, like she kind of came out of nowhere when usually there's some sort of build-up right right I mean he said they have so many songs about relationships and then all of a sudden it's like who's she is she, is she your <laughs> higher power yeah like it, it you know it could be a higher power thing it could be his version of God it could be a woman he's in a relationship with like there's so many different things but um it could just be someone he's thinking of like like, you know, like this other person that I know wants to be like the center of attention, but right. I'd really rather have someone behind me to like, just tell me what happened. Like he needs like a GoPro when he's drunk or something to look uh, back on and be like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I hadn't considered it that way, but yeah, to stand behind me and write it all down. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I was gonna say. I, so I texted Ed about the song too. I was like, "Hey, we're doing a, uh, this song on, you know, on Saturday or mm-hmm. Sunday. Sorry. Um, do you have any any insight? I know it's a long time ago and it's a Steven song, but he just said um, that it was like, oh, I think I wrote the bridge to that. And uh, he's like, I remember Steven uh, not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, I think I wrote the bridge, but it's a bit foggy to me. I remember Stephen complaining that the bridge sounded too much like the Eagles, and I said, you know who likes? <laughs> I said, you know who likes the Eagles? Every fucking buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. And God, knowing that he wrote the bridge and the rest of the songs written by Stephen makes so much sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They they do feel like they are from two totally and completely different narrators different. altogether. Mm-hmm. So I I, oh. I disagree. I think I felt like he was riffing off of the uh, the addiction narrative. With okay, that. go ahead. I want to hear that. when you're when you're addicted to something. Yeah. Like you, it, it's a very selfish pursuit. Okay. Right. So you're addicted to it, especially alcoholics. I feel like I mean, and I, I'm saying this based on working in a lab that dealt with addictive services, like sure. addictive services lab. So alcoholics and people who are addicted to drugs are very self-interested, very self-motivated, right? Because they're only looking for the next, like they're, you know, the next fix, the next high, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And so friends and family go by the wayside. And so she, the fact that this woman, this is presumably partner is mentioned in only one line is in keeping with mm. sort of that self-interested, self-motivated aspect of it. And uh. then... I say I want someone else to stand behind me, write it all down is again, sort of a not, is how I read this. And now hearing Ed's thing, it's totally wrong, but um, <laughs> it's an awesome lick that reminds me of the Eagles and everyone fucking loves them. But uh, what I yeah. thought was that uh, because again, you want help, but you don't want to put in the work right to get the help. So, so you're saying, I, so you're saying I want somebody else to like take my hand and guide me through this. And again, you know, addiction is a, is an illness, right? So it's hard to recover from that. That's so that's, I feel like I might be so, reaching so hard. I, I was reaching so hard for this. Right. I feel like they're so careful with their words all the time. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. he doesn't say like to, to pull me along, he says to stand behind me and, and writing something down is such a passive thing to do like a psychologist you know like a psychologist taking notes on his uh you know addiction okay okay all right so you didn't literally well, mean... i mean if you do step work too you're doing a lot of writing yeah um... <laughs> evan is I mean, so true, delighted like... that you're agreeing with him right now okay like keep going i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> really and i wish i could see you guys to just like i know i'm <laughs> sorry that's no, all right <laughs> uh yeah there we go hold up let's see does this work oh wow can we? Oh fuck! Okay, so you're gonna get one of us or the Hi. other. But oh my gosh! Both. Yeah, that's <laughs> a shit-eating grin for sure, right there. Oh my god! 
but that's, that's um, pretty much. Wow, everyone. you guys are a lot younger than I thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you expected us to be mid forties dads talking about the yeah. American ladies, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, you could, you're also fully clothed men. It's really <laughs> yeah, yes. This is oh, true. we added the clothes in post production. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can. Shaker has an app that adds the clothes to us. Um, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, where the fuck? Um, yeah, so I so I see what you're saying, Ev. I, I do think that this could be... I thought you were talking more literally, like, oh, he needs somebody to pull him through it. But you're right. If this is sort of a line therapist, but then who... Th- so this therapist, she says she wants to live in a movie. That's what I felt like. I liked I like this song. Don't get me wrong. I like this song. Mm-hmm. As far as Bopes... That's not what you told me. As far as Bopes goes... What? <laughs> oh, come... Now, you can't yes and me. <laughs> I think it is totally... <laughs> fine but as far as this album goes it is a deep cut like Mm -hmm. it's but it's like so deep that like it's fine like it's not super special it's confusing it doesn't have the lyricism that i'm used to from them i I worked on it it's not a chart breaker but it's a solid bop like it's moving along Mm -hmm. it's good it's a good album like it's a good album track like it's not gonna you're not ashamed to have this on your album no of course not yeah i just i thought it was a little more confusing than what i'm used to and not that ever a song needs to be opaque right Uh like Wait. And you and you complained about sort of the album format, their choices before, and maybe you should drive. But I think like Bopes is doing a lot better because this is coming after I know, and so this is sort of a it's a li- it's still upbeat, but it's a little bit more plaintive than I know. Sure. And then it goes into a more plaintive, they're, slightly more downbeat song. Yeah. So they're they're bridging this. It's, yes. They've put a lot. They've clearly put a lot of thought into this. Sacred. The roller coaster is a lot less drastic it's not a wooden <laughs> roller coaster anymore it's a fucking smooth ass cedar point right shit we got going on here yes absolutely um no i was also gonna say like i looked up like live versions of this and there's only one on youtube yep um and the i saw a comment on there that said um steven said this was the most difficult song for him to sing out of everything in vnl's catalog huh. uh, which i don't have any kind of um reference to back that up besides the youtube comment but i would imagine that it was this bridge it's really wordy yeah like, it, yeah. And it doesn't quite follow that melody. Like, I feel like they're putting too many things into it. Right. Yeah, mm. that's true. And also, like, difficult as in, like... F- hard to... Like, com- emotional? Emotionally? Or like, yeah, that's like, true, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't... I know he suffered from depression. I don't know what point... out. Like, I know that self-medication is often, you know, dovetails with depression. So I'm wondering to what extent that plays into it. So this might be more personal than a lot of other songs that he's written. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do... I mean... Listen, we know, we've said it before, Steve writes from a place of understanding. Like, all of his narrators, mm-hmm. like, the relationship ones are, like, clearly, like, mm-hmm. him. Because we, we hear the same stories over and over again. So, right. yeah, I think that's interesting. Uh, the fact that he wrote most of this song kind of is, yeah, sad. I wonder if it is an emotionally hard song to sing. That's rough. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I want to talk a little, speaking of difficult, the titular lines <laughs> every time... Made me like come on, like this is this is like they they they're like smashed together as hard as they could be smashed like there's there's mm. I, like uh enunciation I I felt like was was something that they could have been it was a little lacking it was a little lacking just a little bit I don't know. This Um, but then I felt like that was such a minor quibble um, when I think there's bigger things in this song that I, I had I had slightly bigger problems with, and that's not yeah. And he bring he, they stretch it out later on. He just kind of yeah. And that har- like that harmony in the background they do where you know he says this word yeah. and the, yeah exactly. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm with you there. And there was like a slight almost like a slight lag in the backing vocals. Really? Oh, I think it was. I mean, it's meant to be slightly put off to to the side. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like normally when they harmonize. 
it, they come in with him and you know come out with him okay this one, oh, i, I felt like they're coming in like a half a beat after and sure. then ending a half a beat after which was interesting mm. yeah I, I i actually i think it ends more than a half beat because they're really stretching it's more like a like a choir feel mm-hmm. like they're 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 restating the thesis of the song and really pulling it out more uh yeah i thought that was cool um i i don't know i thought for the very first moment i turned it on musically i was like oh it's very tropical (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) well then you get to that bridge where they're like (laughs) i actually have Um, written out ooh ooh, in my notes (laughs) yeah it's it's after the lyric i don't hide every time i'm seen and they come in the bed uh-huh yeah Mm -hmm. i don't hide every time i'm seen but i try Maybe you could just clip that in there right here. Uh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Kayla, don't you be a Jared. I tell, I clip them. You don't tell me. I, I'll, I'll gladly do that. Yeah. Yeah. Go and clip it, Saker. Okay. Yes, do it right now. Uh, yes, ma'am. Sorry. Thank you both. And there's like. And that was great. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That little clip right there. <laughs> that part right there. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Um, and I, uh, I wrote down in my notes like woodblock question mark. Cause there's like a mm. woodblock, I think at one point in the song, I didn't, I should have written it down in the lyrics, like where it actually is located. It's not a woodblock. No. It's, um, it's a rim shot. Every time I bleed, my eyes are dry, but they're bloodshot. I have- oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. It's t- Tyler's playing with the, um, beat of the stick on the center of the drum and then clicking, like they're called rim clicks or, or, or a rim, rim shot. But it's like um, just the the butt of the stick is hitting the, the rim of the snare. Oh, cool. That's, <laughs> that's the end of what I've Yeah, that's oh neat. Yeah, I'm just I'm like she, I had a question. She answered it, Saker. I acknowledge that. I wish we had knowledgeable people on the podcast every yes. week. That would be super helpful for Great. us. It would negate the premise of yeah. our podcast, though. This is true. The know something fair to good ladies podcast. We would become totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just it was it was poppy. I mean, yeah. I think I really like the opening reverb, like the on the guitar. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sounds beautiful. Like like I said, I think that especially the instrumentation in the song is very uh is very nice it's just uh the lyrics that i had trouble with which i don't know like again like the opening the opening musicality reminded me of the gin blossoms a little bit you did like, mention that too yeah right? like I especially like the song till i hear it from you like when he opened like his his lyrics like just the uh, i don't buy everything i've read i don't have even read everything i bought just sounded like the not the chorus from till i hear it from you but right. like the actual like lyrics yeah Oh, this is and for that. I wrote in my notes. He Missy Elliotted that he like puts his thing down, flips it, and reverses it. <laughs> uh. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's time for our patent. We need a drop for it. Barenaked ladies, pivot, pivot, pivot line. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't buy everything I read. I haven't read everything I bought. Great. Oh, can we do like a record scratch? Yeah. Then a. Pivot, 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 pivot. <laughs> uh, you play doctor, but I've lost patience. Like Whoa. I like that line a lot. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's cute. We need to have a drop too. for when Evan doesn't get it, and you guys say it to me. Wait, did you? I did not get. I'm not a pun guy by nature like i'm not a punster oh you did so not I get didn't that? get that you play doctor but i've lost patience this ends. well if you look up the lyrics online you would have gotten it because it's spelled differently <laughs> he's got the lyrics in front of him no <laughs> the lyrics the lyrics okay. got, i need somebody else to insult his intelligence with me i really appreciate this <laughs> i just wanted you to see all right very good <laughs> 
sorry. Because, I mean, patience, like, if you're a patient of something, that would have been a plural noun. And this is not. Exactly. Yes. Or, aren't you, not you like an English dumb shit. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I love this. Right. I'm so happy. This is where it ends. This is where this podcast ends. It's, oh, I feel so bad because it's like Evan looped me in because we're friends of DeSoto and now I'm just like Team Saker. Yes. Like, fucked up. That's okay. Yeah. You know, Saker needs more guests to take his side because usually <laughs> the ones I book take your side. Oh, yeah. So that's fine. So that's fair. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's that's interesting that you didn't get that, um, but not surprising <laughs> because I mean, let's just be real. Um, so listen, I have something. I have another beef. This song is a sad song. This yes. song is about addiction. Yes. This song is about some mental illness. Yes. The end of the song. Steve Scats. <laughs> Right, I wrote that down too. I was like, what is happening at the end of the song? What? what is the scatting, bebopping? What is happening? It's so strange. Like, he's done it on fun songs before. Like, I yeah. think, I, I can't, I, off the top of my head, like, maybe I love you or something. But he'll, like, do goofy, like, boop a doop doop But in this, it's like, is it, I have. Yeah, is it him winking at the song? He's like, this is where it ends, but not really, because bebop, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> God, I wish that were the case. He put a little, like, Michigan J. Frog, like, postscript on this song. He's got his, like, a cane and top hat. <laughs> he did a little, ten, uh, what is it, tin penny whistle slide. Like, <laughs> this is where it ends. <laughs> oh, God. But it was just, like, so, like, that's what I, I feel when this, when I say this song is all over the place in terms of this woman that we have and the, the poppy beat, like, I don't mind the comma tragic Oh, Evan, you can't quit this podcast because we recorded two episodes that haven't come out yet But after this one. We talk about comma tragic on one of those. But like this sort of like, it's just so, the pieces feel very disparate to me in this. And that scatting is just like the nail in the coffin that really like sealed it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like it's not, again, it's not. I thought it was. And if yeah, you're listening, this... this is a good song. <laughs> but sorry, Kayla, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I thought the scatting was sweet at first. I was like, oh, it's a nice way to like harmonize this melody at, towards the end. But then I think it went on for like one or two seconds too long. Right. And it just became unnecessary. I was just saying how much I agree with Evan at that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> That's okay. I understand. Your heart's in the right place. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, do you... Okay, I understand that the narrator in this song is not someone to be admired, obviously. But, uh, uh, I mean, is, is the song irresponsible? Because I went on YouTube and I was just kind of... I, I was just listening to the album version of the song on mm-hmm. YouTube. And mm-hmm. the song, or the line, mental health is overrated. Mental health is overrated. I saw a lot of people glorifying that line. Like, yeah, I'm crazy too. Like, yeah, you tell Steve. Like, <laughs> And I know that, obviously, you can't just take songs mm-hmm. at their, you know, basest value. But, like... I don't know. Do do artists have any responsibility to? I mean, obviously not to censor themselves. Clearly, but like, I don't know what. But I, I'd also say that the craziest people are also the loudest. So like, the people commenting <laughs> are going to say that. Absolutely <laughs> true. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you if you take solace from that, that's good. Like, if you're if you have you know you're struggling with alcoholism or depression, you take solace from this song. Good for you. Yeah. You know, you know power, to, power to you. Sure. But mental health should not be, be overrated. overrated. Yeah, right. like, yeah. I mean, mental health is something we but should But when you're in for. it, it is. Yeah. 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 That's when true. You're, when you're in the shit of it, it's like, no, nah, fuck mental health. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. That's like, 
Uh, no, never mind. I was about to <laughs> compare it to something that's totally banal, like uh, mental health. It's like when you get a good M&M. No. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like when you're sick. When you get a real good M&M. <laughs> when you're sick and you're like, I have a sore throat. I'm never going to not appreciate times when I have a clear throat again. Oh my God, oh, yes. Totally. And then you're like, you right? have it. You're like, like whatever. Yeah, and NyQuil's overrated. Yeah. I don't need that shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> NyQuil equals mental health. Chemotherapy, completely overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine if this was physical health is overrated. Like, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a strange um, message. Yeah. I, I felt I felt it was a it was a poignant song because, I mean, he, he does mention the partner a couple times other than the bridge. Like, uh, right. Like I hid my heart while you still gave yours. Yeah. And I looked at it from the perspective of somebody who's in a relationship with a functional slow a functional alcoholic who's slowly becoming non-functional. Right. And I've had I've had experiences like that in my life. And it's a really tough like point like i'm your friend you know where do i intervene like at what point because your life is your own right you make your own choices you're an Mm -hmm. adult but at what point in your life do i have the right to intervene and say hey you're fucking up like you're gonna you're heading you're on a bad road my friend like so that's that's difficult at what point does i drink too much become like because everyone says that like who drinks i'm like yeah i drink too much right i drink too much i had like four beers last night right because i'm drunk no i'm not a drunk (laughs) yeah i've been sober for 10 and a half months for similar reasons oh Oh, congratulations congratulations (laughs) well good for you yeah i just yeah i I mean i see where you're going i i definitely think but it's hard because i mean I feel like in a lot of other songs, the characters are pretty fleshed, right? Mm-hmm. Like we get very, we get specifics. We've talked about specifics being the soul of narrative, especially with BNL songs. And in this one, the specifics feel few and far between. Like mm-hmm. where it's really generalized. Yeah. It's very generalized, it, but, but it the only place where it's not generalized is in the main characters experiences. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the side mm-hmm. characters in this are kind of put to the side, but the main character is, is very like, you know, uh, where's my pride where myself seemed as a show in the drinks I've bought. Like th- this gives me like, oh, okay, this dude is ordering like mm-hmm. drinks that make him feel like he's wor- like, that's a great line. Like where's my pride? Where's my self-esteem? Does it show in the drinks I bought? But, but everybody else in the story is one dimensional. So I don't know. That's rough. That's rough. Uh, well, my favorite line in the whole thing, my favorite line is, uh, can my illness be my savior? Can my illness be my savior? Just like, oh, this like seesaw balance that you're doing with this. Like, okay, now that I know that I'm sick, does that's what's going to get me help. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting or, read of that Or line. just like the, or just self-medicating, right? So, mm, so you've got mental health issues and you're self-medicating with alcohol. So your illness is alcoholism in addition to your mental health and you're using alcohol to self-medicate. So I know a lot of people who get through the day with that, like oh, for that, sure. that mindset. And that's, it's difficult. Like I yeah. wish. Yeah. Oh, wow. Boy, you guys both, again, had a much more interesting and in-depth read on this song than <laughs> but I But you know what? Yeah. I couldn't get a fucking pun. So I'm a dum-dum. <laughs> Shame on you, Evan. Shame on you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. What did you, Kayla, did you have anything else that stood out for you with this song? Oh, just like, oh, so in the bridge, there's like a weird echoey effect on his vocals. Yeah. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. noticed that. It's just like, kind of. so he's doing the, this is where it ends thing. And then just goes into the bridge and it gets all sorts of echoey, which I, I just felt like it was, a, it kind of pulled me out of the song in a way. Yeah. 
I, I feel like they do a lot of that, and I think I've said this before, and I don't think it's the right word, but diegetic, where, like, the, the song is reflecting the narrator's kind of internal balance or whatever. And, uh, I mean, that echo feels feels haunted in a mm-hmm. way that I think mm-hmm. the narrator might be somewhat. That's true. I, yeah, I, I don't know how literal they were trying to be with it, but, yeah, I don't know. Evan, what about you? Anything? Uh... This is their bridge from vampirism into horror movies, right? Because- oh boy, here we go. <laughs> it's from vampirism into horror movies. How right. so? Because I've started with this album I thought was about vampirism, but it's not. It's about horror movies. Every title from a song in this album is a perfect title. Stop making a jerking motion. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not I don't think this is jerk off. It's a title it's a Go title ahead. for a it's a perfect title for a horror movie. Like this is where it ends is a great horror movie title. Ooh. So I was actually I was looking up I I googled this is this is a commentary on the horror movie audience, I guess, and the horror movie genres. I I uh, t- googled addiction or addiction and alcoholism in horror movies, yeah. and the whole like first ten pages were horror movie drinking games. Oh, <laughs> so oh, that's great. Oh, no. <laughs> so it wasn't wasn't that great. Ooh. Yeah. So I was thinking like this could be. I know that like vampirism as an allegory for addiction was really popular in the eighties or nineties, right. like for the horror movies. So you got mm-hmm. like you got the- like Ganja and Hess. What is that? Oh, Ganja and Hess is a black exploitation sort of like it's bridges like it intersects with black exploitation, oh. addiction, and vampirism. Whoa! It's a yeah, <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, but they they use the blood as an addiction kind of metaphor for sure. Um, and it's just like this really codependent relationship between Ganja and Hess, and like she's not a vampire at first, and then he turns her eventually. And it's yeah, you should oh, check cool. that out. Yeah. That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah, I was thinking like a like. <laughs> Like the movie The Addiction is about a va- it's like a vampire relationship. Oh, I don't know it's that like one a, either. Yeah, it's mm. just a ni- like 1995, I think, and it plays with like it's an allegory on drug addiction and like the theory- theological concept of like sin, right? Because the vampires are all victim blamers. Oh, because, okay. Because like when the vampire attacks the protagonist for the first time, uh, it, it it like stops before and is like, "You can stop me from doing this. Just say you don't want it." Like, Ooh. but it's like it's like a so it's real kind of rapey, creepy. creepy. Like, so they they kind of go into that, but then also you've got like. I mean, like the '80s, you got like Lost Boys and Near Dark. Or they sort of play with yeah. they play with that like vampirism as addiction. Like right. once you get a taste of the blood, you never go back to the mud. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I mean, even this is where it ends. Could be a horror vampire movie in the in the mold of sort of the Lost Boys or even like uh, Only Lovers Left Alive, where there's a vampire who's addicted to blood, but like wants this all to be over. So it's sort of self defeating, just like an addiction, right? Okay. Yeah, okay, I can see that. So this is yeah. where it ends is about a self-hating vampire. Yeah, it's about a vampire who wants it to be all over but can't stomach the will or like to break his his or her addiction. I understand how how tragic and horror that could be, but boy does it sound like a great horror comedy. Like a vampire that just wants to die but can't do it. Like that's kind of fun, right? Well, please somebody stake me. Please. I just like well, what's the catch? I don't you're smiling, but I feel like inside you're dying. Is this like can you unpack the couplet of I don't cry every time I'm ble- I bleed my eyes are dry but they're bloodshot then like does he do you think that he's the kind of the, the, like level five addict that would try to like suck his own blood uh, probably like, even oh. that or I know that like uh, in the uh, in like the vampire sort of aesthetic in the 80s and 90s like vampires that was the thing where they'd feed off drug addicts to get the high too because uh-huh. like you know heroin is in the blood sort of thing so that's how that's, right, how, that's, how, you, yeah. that's how I sort of thought like sort of that vampire mask Ooh. vampire the masquerade at so are you, aesthetic. Are you gonna pitch a movie with every title that comes along here from now on? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's what well, I'm... I think it should be a new wheel segment. Oh um, shit! Yeah. That's perfect. We like, yeah, we're definitely gonna pitch the a wheel movie. segment. She said she wants to live in a movie. What movie do you want to live in? You know, <laughs> Amazing. Like, done and done. Well, done yeah. 
And listeners, if you have any ideas for wheel segments, please send them to us because I am so fucking sick of the Wikipedia one. <laughs> oh, but it's so much fun. <laughs> or the one where it's like, think about this song as a relationship. Yeah, you. I know. I thought that, that was a good idea, and I, I said, shit. I, uh, I made. I realized my mistake. He didn't look to. He didn't look all the way down the road. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. He was taking it one, just like fucking Evan, one day at a time. <laughs> Tyler, what does occupations yeah. mean? <laughs> okay. Oh, that wow, you're really milking that cow today. He's got aren't you? His, you know, I gotta give him his Ev- wins. Evan right? screws up so rarely, I really gotta dig in when I can. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, now it's time for us to rate this song, I suppose. Uh, our rating scale is a scale from bare naked to fully clothed. So, um, the more bare naked a song is, the better it is. The more fully clothed it is, the worse. As usual, Evan, to give our guest a chance to think about some stuff, why don't you go ahead and tell me how you felt about this song? The song of Stephen Page, Fully Clothed, is where it begins. <laughs> oh! And then, good. like, playing, like he's a loser in a strip poker game. He removes one shoe and goes, and just like, deadpans to the camera, this is where it ends. And then the other shoe comes off, this is where it ends. <laughs> and his socks, this is where it ends. Pants, this is where it ends. Shirt, this is where it ends until he's only in oh his boy. Stephen Page. He's actually wearing Ed Robertson themed boxers. Okay. <laughs> to show to show this love. Solidarity. So yeah, because I mean Ed did the bridge, so Ed's Ed's like fingerprints are on this song. So Okay. <laughs> so sure. I really liked this song. So it's Stephen Page in his boxers, but he, he has to get there. Like he doesn't start like the first blush I wasn't like I'm like, this song is, it's okay. But then I, the more I listen to it, the more I enjoyed it. So he's taking off his clothes. And every time I'm like, I couldn't possibly like this song anymore. But I do. I, I do. <laughs> I really hate that you stole my version of the rating. Oh. <laughs> except you did it in reverse. <laughs> my, mine is a drinking game where you start naked, naked. because of that beautiful tropical opening. You're like, damn, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, you had to Margaritaville. But <laughs> every time he says, this is where it ends, you have to put a piece of clothing <laughs> back on. <laughs> So by the end of the song, you're wearing your snowsuit, you're wearing your gloves and your big hat, oh. and you're like, I did this song technically proficient, but here's the deal, bare naked so, ladies. Is it technically proficient or technically proficient? <laughs> it's the, proficient in a technical sense. Okay. Um, still, that didn't answer your question. <laughs> bare naked ladies, you've set the bar so high that at this point, when I hear a song that feels a little bit off or something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense or whatever, I feel. Like snowsuit times. Right? So you're judging them based on their best work. I, I, they set the bar high. No, I'm not judging them based on that's their best a, that's work. That's a really I'm judging shitty thing on, to do. I'm judging them based on an average. And their average is good, right? Yeah, I think this song is easily above average for them. Okay, but is it above average in general too? Because I feel like you're just comparing it to music, right? And is this a song that you would listen to? Because by the end, what? He's naked? You think no, he's not this naked. Song he's, is... he's wearing boxer shorts. Oh, okay, boxer shorts. You think yeah. this song is down he's, to the boxer shorts? He's, he's all the all the the fiddly bits are covered. Oh, okay. So, so it's like it's like seeing Stephen Page at the beach. Like it's not you look at you look at a guy what in a swimsuit. I would give. You look at a guy in a swimsuit and you don't say that guy's naked. Okay. So okay, he's, he's not. All right, he's not not, you, not fully. Just, it seems like a very high rating for this song. I'm I liked this song a bit. I argue that you didn't like this song. <laughs> Let me tell you your opinion. Okay. Kayla, what did you think about this song? So I think it's a person in like a see-through negligee. Oh. But so you know, from a glance, you're just like, okay, yeah, I could, I see you. Right. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting there. But underneath the negligee is like a full body suit. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's just Paige in a cage because he's just like, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be vulnerable and I want to show you I'm vulnerable, but I can't, I'm working on myself. That is fucking, you've given us two things this episode <laughs> that are pure treasures. Number one is we actually got words from Ed that we yeah. never would have gotten otherwise. And number two is the phrase Paige, Paige in a, a cage. cage. Holy shit. Do I love Paige in a cage? Paige in a cage, Ed in a bed. Ed in a bed. Despite all his rage. Is, yeah. is that like the, like. Uh, whatever in the streets it's I'm Paige in the, the cage, cage but, but I'm Ed in the bed, bed. <laughs> so it's like a pro wrestler who's also really good at sex yes. oh boy <laughs> holy fuck that's so good I'm hern where it burns oh <laughs> god damn it oh desperately what rhymes with Tyler no I can't do it <laughs> Oh, oh gosh! God. The last time I saw them play, um, it we we almost they almost had to call out the show because there's a thunderstorm and torrential downpour. Um, so like while they're like we're just back there playing pinball while they're trying to figure out if they're going to go on stage or right. not because there's lightning and it's out, outdoors. Um, so they they like in the backstage area it's like at a um like carriage house in the back and they take a golf cart like I walked you know but um <laughs> I I'm not I'm not the talent and I understand. Sure. <laughs> Um, but Tyler was in the back of the uh, the golf cart, and he's like, "I've got a soggy bum." <laughs> oh my god! What a lovable weirdo! God damn it, that's the best. Yeah. Oh. He's like, ah, I gotta play drums with a soggy bum. <laughs> that's fucking great. Oh man. Yeah. Tyler seems like. Oh. oh, he's the best. He he turned me on to like a fun drink combo too. He's like, yeah, I usually take Rattlers and a. Uh, bourbon i call it a boo rattler oh <laughs> that's great. that would be that would be really good wait do i not know yeah, what it's, rattlers? Not it's half lemonade half beer oh or grape, yeah, grape juice yeah. yeah oh cool 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 that's awesome oh man all right he also was like the only member who like wasn't ed that uh reminded remembered me the next year it was like hey oh, yeah your cool. ed's friend with pinball i was like cool that's incredibly sweet man that's so cool yeah they're good boys i can't tell i can't i can't impress on you enough how how sweet those guys are too and like how nice and I, especially ed because like i went you know the second time or the first time I was backstage, it was like with Colin Hay from Men at Work and Violent Femmes. Whoa! And whoa. I talked to the Violent, I talked to the Violent Femmes like a little bit, but after that, like the even the next year, it was so it was Howard Jones and OMD. <sighs> And these British guys are just like, I'm not kidding. The British guys are like talking about how much their kids like minions. And I was like, fucking shoot me. Like, like you know, I have no, I have no like horse in this race. What do I have to talk about? And it's like, Hey, we got you veggie burgers. And I was like, shut up, get out of here. Why are you such a nice friend? That's unbelievable. Like, Holy shit. Like, we always, and like sat down with me and my friend and like told us stories and like whatever, like he used to have a wow. TV show. Did you know yeah, that? It's up. Like, it's up. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we want to find a way to work that in to our right. but we also don't want to watch <laughs> it's I, I, three I, seasons of that. I'd like to watch it but we can't get it right well we can get it I found it all oh, I told okay. you that. oh yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll about this off air okay. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I mean it's not the most scrupulous way but you also can't buy it right. I want to buy mm -hmm. it but yeah whatever I know um, so yeah. that is so fucking cool oh I just said yeah they're, just, they're so sweet yeah we always knew that about them but it's nice <laughs> to have that confirmed yeah. like Right. It's always good when uh -huh. the world confirms your good suspicions for yeah. once. Yeah. So. Totally. Well, that's cool. Uh, Kayla, you are the closest thing that we will ever have to a bare naked lady <laughs> being on the show. I feel like you're an honorary <laughs> bare naked lady. So <laughs> thank you so much. What do you want to plug before you head out of here? Um, I'll just plug Razor Cake. It's a, the only nonprofit DIY magazine in the in the country. Oh, cool. uh, we're a 501, 501c3. There we go. <laughs> 401k. Um, <laughs> yeah, spend your 401k on this 501c3. Um, That's cool. And what, what, what so, is the magazine? It's a, a music magazine, correct? 
Yeah, it's music, uh, like punk, hardcore, indie, um, just like underground alternative DIY music. Awesome. Um, and I write reviews for that. I also have like a couple feature-length band interviews. Evan will be tickled by this when I'm working on a one punk guide to Star Trek for that. Oh. So like we're... <laughs> where punk and star trek intersect now i gotta get the subscription um, <laughs> right it's 17 dollars for the whole year got, it's bi-monthly magazine wow. you know i'm gonna get that it's crazy yeah. cheap yeah cool <laughs> yeah. um and then just like we have a new issue of skill shot coming out i think it's issue 52 we've been going for 11 years now uh almost 11 years um and then the skill shot pincast is taking a slight hiatus but you can check that out uh we have episodes with ed robertson also andrew wk um them, some of our more exciting gets and yeah, wow. crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah Andrew WK loves pinball which is like fantastic to find oh, out and I was like I'm awesome you know yeah I got him on the yeah, show yeah. like if I if I find out someone that I enjoy is into pinball I will hunt you down <laughs> Uh, if you want to hear Saker with Andrew WK, you can listen to NPR's Ask Me Another from April of 2013. Really? <laughs> I don't I was he, no he was on Ask Me Another and I was the phone contestant for that episode. It was so dumb. Oh, I had to cool. just I had to guess like, what do you think Andrew WK would do in this situation? And then I'd guess something and then Party. I'd be like, you're wrong. <laughs> so he would actually do it and then he would tell me. It was fine. I have a uh, a Rubik's Cube signed by him right on my shelf there. Um, yeah, he's Amazing. he's a super cool dude. I really enjoy him as well. Um, uh, that's really cool. This seems like seems like a an amazing podcast, and b that you are an insanely busy person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a workaholic. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you have to be in this economy. Good save, Saker. Thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kayla, thank you so thank much you for so being much. on our cast. We really appreciate it. This is so much fun. Also, I would like to say when, whenever you get to Silver Ball, like bring me back. Oh, yeah. I can talk about all the Oh, pinball. hell yeah. Oh, fucking yes. Yeah. We will gladly have you back for <laughs> Silver Ball. That will be amazing. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Have a good one. Good luck. luck with your roof. Thanks. <laughs> Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. That's okay. Uh, I I would be surprised if we got one person ever to listen <laughs> or do any Mad Lab related stuff. Are we gonna do all four commercials? Let's do two. Okay, that's so four seems insane. <laughs> I mean, like every other podcast does like one commercial that they just loop, mm -hmm. but we don't do it. We don't do that way. You get a personalized experience every time. Why aren't I recording this? <clears throat> we are. Oh, we are. That's right, Evan. Oh, no! Nikki's back for season two. Every Wednesday, Nikki presents a weekly advice series on our YouTube channel called Nikki Tells You How to Live Your Life. This is still Nikki... Nikki Minaj? Minaj, I believe we decided, yes. We haven't gotten copy for quarter four yet, so... Uh, we're too far ahead. Nikki Glazer by the time this rolls around. Nikki Six. It might be Nikki Six. It might be Nikki, Nikki... Dead Sticks it from be... Star Wars. No. You wanna what? you wanna buy Dead Sticks? Is that a real character? Yeah. They're called Dead Sticks? Yeah, that's from like the uh what's the the original series not the original series, the uh the prequels. There's oh a, um he's got Sam a, Beckett. He's got a name in everything. Samuel Beckett. Sam <laughs> Enterprise. Isn't that what the prequel's called? Star Wars is what I am referring to. You are talking about the Star Trek. I am sorry. Yes, those are and called And per sticks. our agreement... What did you just say? Put out your hand. Which finger do you choose? Pinky, please. <laughs> oh, Christ! Give it a good old breaky <laughs> twist. Don't break it, just pull it out of socket. So again... We do not make it a Star Trek, the Star Wars the same. Right. I swore you said Star Trek. 
I'm gonna go back and listen to this commercial. Next episode's commercial, we are going to determine right. whether you said Star Wars Listeners. or Star But did you say Doomsticks or Death Sticks? Death Sticks. Okay. I don't think I said Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> I think that you just assumed. Where were we in this commercial? You'll Nikki never Sticks. Guess what Nikki, Nikki Sticks makes all this. She tells you how to live your life. Isn't Nikki Six a boy? Mm. Wasn't he? Did he front a band? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have any information for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, Nikki Six is an American. Uh, best <laughs> He's known. An American. <laughs> He's an Amer- American. Best known as uh, the songwriter of Motley Crue. Oh, okay. He is a boy. Well, Nikki I don't know Six. if I would listen to anything Nikki Six would tell me. That's bad. You should listen to all Nikki Six's greatest hitses. Um, well, I like Motley Crue. Okay. Well, yeah. Some of the advice is actually we were just decent a, too. We were just singing a Motley Crue song before we started up. Which song were we singing? We're not. <laughs> That's Twisted Sister. Come on, feel. Nope, again. Twisted Sister? <laughs> what's, what's a Motley Crue song? I don't think Motley Crue has any songs. They're just an institution. Mer- Mertley Crue. Don't they People have like... know the name. Oh. Yeah, but they've never actually done any music. I thought it was just a descriptor of the band. They didn't have, The band doesn't have a name. They're just like, oh, they're a Motley Crue. So tell me a Motley Crue song, Saker. Some of the stuff that Nikki Six tells you, you should take with a grain of salt. <laughs> but occasionally, there's a tiny, tiny, tiny pearl of wisdom. How many tinies were in that copy, Saker? Three. Oh, okay. Head on over to iabdpresents.com to check out this and all of our programs. Just a squeaky. <laughs> and, and we're, we're back. back on It's, it's All Been, been done, done, a Bare Naked, naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> Let's spin that big wheel and find out what our segment is for this week. We're trying so hard. Our segment for this week is sell 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 what sell, could this product sell. or what could this song be used in a commercial for which product so okay. i mean i right off the bat i believe in the prozac nation right so you have you have a an antidepressant commercial with this is where it, <laughs> so, oh, boy, this is where it ends on, maybe not well no this is where your depression ends oh shit that's great Call the police. Call the, the press. press. My depression's over. Don't need to tell my friends. They know already. They know. <laughs> Everything's great. It call the police be- and call <laughs> friends. Just make it real happy. Yeah, when you, they have to have a cover of this song by like Mumford and Sons. Sons. <laughs> hey, call the police. <laughs> call my friends with banjo going. Monsters in the and Men. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, this would be great for a, uh, I think actually, well, okay, but, but. But. Let's yes, take it yes, as it was created. So we've got kind of, here's the deal. This song is about... Give me them deals. Alcohol. Yes. Maybe. Or drugs, drugs or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe, as I mentioned in the episode, that this song has kind of a tropical theme to it a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Like, especially the, the beginning of the song. And so I think it would be good for, like, a Bacardi... <laughs> sea breeze so they're just going they're just leaning into Lean that into it like listen these are cheap you can get a lot of them <laughs> 10 for 10 <laughs> drink them sea breezes up seagram's jamaica me happy yeah uh, yes 100 percent. i was at a grocery store called jungle gyms yesterday Jungle-yams. which is like a uh a grocery store mixed with a amusement, amusement park, park. Yeah. oh thank you for filling it in for me and uh my friend bought a bunch of jamaica me happies i'd never heard of them before but... oh that's that's the only thing my partner's father drinks really yeah wow i he's mean like i don't a, mean to be he's like know... a fireman and like a captain fireman captain he's like just give me those jamaica that's me happies. really funny yeah he loves them that's very good on him for not yeah. like falling into the stereotypes of i have to drink whiskey and yeah. jamaica me happy baby they do do they jamaica him happy Ah, uh, he seems to enjoy them all right very good okay so prozac 
Seagrams. What else you got? I said those two. Give me something. I already said them. <laughs> <laughs> You're confused on how a give and take works. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite quite understand how this works. You say something, and then I agree with you, and that's it. That's, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the end we... of the segment. I feel like that is how the the work is divided in this podcast. Hey, can we get uh, Matt Besser on the podcast? Yes. Okay. Cool. Great. <laughs> uh, I don't know you. So what else? Um, I mean, we're looking at the lyrics here. I think that you know, maybe what if it's or it could be like a oh, okay. How about a Scientology advertisement oh. against against like help, like drugs and mental health? <laughs> okay. Like, uh, mental health mental is overrated. overrated. Prozac Nation. Okay. That's all so all the, you need to do so is clear your thetans. That's right. You so I, I know they're good. famously against right drugs and psychotherapy sure. and psychology in general. Oh, so, I like that. So like it's like a Church of Scientology. It's like those Dianetics commercials. Do you remember those when you were a kid? Like the Dianetics. It's like really. the volcano exploding. What? Dianetics. No. They had Scientology commercials like on network oh, yeah, it was, TV? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah, one of those yeah, big, yeah. Uh, um, it was it was a big push on their part, like our ad department. And they actually brought a lot of people into the church. Oh my God. Apparently. I don't remember this at all. And I, I'm putting up quotations as I say church because it is not a church. Right. Scientology is famously <laughs> against psychotherapy. Right. So uh, I think this would be a, I mean, because they could, they've got that museum in, I want to say LA where it's like the museum of psychological torture. I don't remember exactly what it's called. What the, the name fuck? of the museum, but it's like, it goes through and just talks about the history of psych psychology and psychotherapy Jesus. and psychiatry and how yeah. terrible it is. And so you're saying this would be a good for that commercial for yeah, that it'd be museum? a big commercial for, for that museum. Okay. Very good. <laughs> there was a weird pause where I was trying to figure out what you were trying to tell me. This is where it ends. What about, um, 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 um we just use the chorus and it's a commercial for simply safe the uh home invasion so call the police call the press <laughs> please don't, don't tell my friends i've been robbed yes absolutely this is where it ends no more robberies this is where it ends uh yeah okay i like all those or a bookstore i don't buy everything i read i haven't even read everything i bought <laughs> that feels like a problem though like well, that, i don't know yeah, that's a uh, that's everyone every book bookists problem. But now I feel like we are we are now cherry picking. We're mm -hmm. like, what about a movie? She says she wants to live in a movie. What if this is for Point Break? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what if this was for Point Break? <gasps> what if this will be for Point Break? <laughs> Isn't there they're doing Point Break a? Uh, why did I just think of Point Break? Because Netflix is doing a. Um, I was in Cincinnati yesterday, and all of my anecdotes are now coming from my trip. They are re Netflix is remaking Point Break. So we went to a rooftop a movie? bar in Cincinnati yesterday, yes. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, across the street behind a building, like on the next block, there was a huge explosion, and smoke started coming up into the air. And like... 10 people on the roof, like the 10 most recent people on the roof, ran to the edge of the roof and like, what the fuck? And a lady was just like, oh, it's they're filming Point Break right there on the next street over. Netflix is doing a remake of Point Break. In Cincinnati? <laughs> In Cincinnati. Huh. Who knows why, but Maybe yeah. they've got some good uh, good deals. With the bad guy from um, Captain America Winter Soldier, Crossbones. I don't know. I've Crossbones, Bucky Barnes? No, uh, that was Winter Soldier. Crossbones is the guy who's in the first 10 minutes and then suicides himself with an explosive. It's unmemorable. Winter Soldier is... N People really love it, but I'm not a fan. I don't tend to like superhero movies in general. You're wrong. I mean... They're fun. I I didn't say they're bad. We need C's Richards on the show. Yeah, we'll talk about superhero movies. <laughs> okay, right now, uh, it's time to uh, have some bare naked mails. If you have a piece of bare naked mails for us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Evan, I believe you have the email this week, weirdly. Yeah, yeah, it's a question from Matthias. 
in Lüneburg, Germany. All right. What yeah. does Mateus have to say? He, I don't know why he gave his. Uh, like, you're, you're, <laughs> his not, you're not he required. Wrote us a postcard. You're not required. <laughs> if the bare naked ladies became president of the United States, actually, <laughs> as a collective, I guess, or singly, we have to. We can do this. We can do this togetherly and singly. What is the first measure they would enact when in office? Oh boy. Okay. So President BNL. <laughs> so first up, what? revolution took place in the United States that a a group could become president. I mean, because I think that's going to... I, I think their first... Well, first... The not, first thing is to quell the rebellion. Not, they're not American citizens, so something has oh, to change. Shit, that's right. I mean, they might have dual citizenship, one or two of them. That's I don't know, possible. but they're Canadians, right? Yeah. So it would have to be like America... The So, okay. The Trump presidency is a nightmare. Mm. Such a nightmare that like the America has like they want to wash our we want to like as a people wash sure. our hands of our history. Sure, and sure. We're like you know what Canadians? Fuck, we're Canadians. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Okay. We're joining Canada. Canada. So we got socialized health Canada. Something like that. Hell yeah, that's like, great. Let's just let's just let's just not even pretend anymore. We're, I love we're, it. We're one country together. We're just but we don't like bring our baggage to it. So like you know we're just gonna adopt what you guys got because it seems to be working a lot better than what we have. Like, so we're going to do something rational for once and look at a system that is working somewhere else in the world and go, hey, you know, let's just cherry pick the stuff we want from it sure. instead of going, well, we can't do that. <laughs> I love this unilateral. Some dude is like, you know, what? like who's making this decision? So, I love it. So but then, yeah, of course, you know, Canada already has its prime minister. Mm-hmm. We can't take the Canadian prime minister. We still need a president. We need okay. some like a Congress and everything. So we just elect bare naked ladies. Well, yeah. So we say that's the most familiar Canadian thing to us. And maybe Justin Trudeau installs the council of five as he calls uh, them yes. <laughs> in order to to keep order in the united states and yes. yeah yeah they're the most familiar they are yeah what we and already we, know you know of. getting getting orders like a lot of america i think would rebel against getting orders from canada but mm-hmm. like if you put like a nice face on it like ed robertson's oh, face yeah. like on the on the tv going like hey guys you um, put that sweetie up there everybody you know, trust yeah him. just like and tyler's behind he does him. all of his uh, state of the unions from the bathroom sessions oh yeah <laughs> just with like a with an acoustic guitar <laughs> i he's love just, this he's like here's a little song I wrote about democracy <laughs> exactly. and why you should all get out there and vote. <laughs> Polywog in a bog. <laughs> um, that's he was draining the bog. I believe. It's oh the yeah, drain, drain the bog. <laughs> the Castle of Five sent Slog the bog. Yeah, slog the bog. <laughs> drain the swamp doesn't rhyme. Why did they rhyme slog the, the bog? bog. <laughs> um, yeah. So what is the first measure that they enact then? Uh, almost certainly, like they're good people, so probably socialized healthcare and like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like the whole, the whole like but blanket. No, 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 because we've adopted all okay, of Canada's okay, shit. So, so we already have so, socialized healthcare. We already have, you know. So they're like nobody governors. Nobody has to lock their doors at night. They're governors of America. Yes. It's Council of the Five. Council of Five. Wait, four, I guess. Council of Four. Yeah. I mean, Steve should have stayed. He yeah, could have been, been the a, president of the United States. Well, he gets like Texas or something. <laughs> okay. Or Alaska. He gets Alaska. Steve gets, Stephen Page gets Alaska. I love, they split off from the United States and become Pageopolis. <laughs> Okay, good, 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 good. I love this. So, okay, so we've already got the, we got socialized medicine. We got health, we got basically what we want. Okay. Uh, Gosh, they would probably. I don't know. Yeah, this is tough. I think that maybe every Monday, we all must come together to combat the doldrums of Mondays. <laughs> and I love Mondays. Sing. Oh, maybe, maybe at the beginning of every Monday, uh, we all sing one week. <laughs> Just to prepare ourselves for the coming week. I don't think they would do that. (laughs) No, they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't want any more people singing one week than already sing one week. That's true. So then, what would they do? uh, That was my... Ban one week. (laughs) 
<laughs> very good. Your no but turned into a no and. I love it. Yeah. It's very good. I think they would they would take one week out of the rotation and replace it with, I don't know, let's say Straw Hat and Old Dirty Hank, which is a song that doesn't get enough love, but should. And we petition for it, Justice for... Uh... Justice for Straw Hat. Justice for... No, what was the woman's name? Uh, I've already yeah. forgotten. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> it was Justice for Anne. Justice That's for Anne. That's what it was. No. Uh, hashtag Justice for Anne. Um, yeah, I, I like that. So one week is no band. <laughs> That's their first duty as the Council of Five. Yeah, four. probably. Council of Four. Okay. All right. Interesting. And what do you think? I think Andy gets Hawaii. <laughs> That's what I think. Andy. The, Andy Cregan. Yeah, but I mean, he's not. they're just giving it to him? He's not part of the band. He's not no, part of the council. Well, Steve gets... It becomes... Oh, okay. So you're not talking about... No. I, okay, I'm so their first... Their first uh, uh, pa- Pageopolis is Alaska now. Their first and Hawaii measure... becomes... And Antopia. Their first executive order is giving Stephen Page Hawaii, giving Stephen Page Alaska and Andy and Cregan Hawaii. Hawaii, 100%, yes. And then the remaining 48, no, 50, because we're adding all the provinces. Yeah, and Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico is going to get statehood sure. finally. And some American Samoa and yeah. well, all those. Sure. All, the, all the places that deserve statehood but haven't have been denied it up to this point. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're living we're living in like our liberal utopia, utopia. right now. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we've we already be, gotten everything we want. We might be imposing our values. Although I think the Brandon Glady's values are pretty, pretty close. Uh, doors. Judging from what like Ed's reactions in the, the bathroom concert. sessions, yeah, and the concert themselves that we saw, I think they're where pretty... they called out Trump supporters yeah. specifically and said, "Go fuck yourselves." Good. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, okay, that's great. I love this. That's for, thank you, Mateus. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now, uh, this is the point where we would read iTunes reviews, except we then they got no iTunes reviews. So too bad for us. Um, you can review <laughs> us on iTunes. Go check it out. Uh, it's all been done. A Barenaked Ladies podcast on Facebook at Been Done Pod on Twitter. Um, if you are famous. Come at us. We want <laughs> to fan. fight you. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Ev, um, so like a serial killer in jail. Famous famous. If you are the Zodiac, John, you are killer, the Zodiac killer, message us. us. We want to break it. on. It's all been done on Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Um, if you Evan, are on America's Most Wanted, we want you on our podcast. We Come need on it. you on our podcast. Yep, yep. This podcast need, desperately needs an infusion of money. <laughs> we will not turn you in. You have a complete anonymity here. Who was the guy? Do you remember America's Bernie craziest Madoff. car chases? It was like Sheriff John, Sheriff John Burnell or something. Okay. I was in a conversation a couple months ago and somebody was like, yeah, America's craziest car chases, Sheriff John Burnell. And then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the other guy in the conversation was like, Sheriff John Burnell, of course. Uh-huh. And then I was like, can you, my other friend, get over here. I was like, do you know what they're talking about? He's like, yeah, Sheriff John Burnell. <laughs> I felt like never more like I was on a prank show at that moment. Like everybody knew what the fuck they were talking about but me. But I'm glad that you're on my side. Buddy, what do you got to plug this week? Uh, uh, bricks are great building material. You know what? They're not bad. I'm Saker. We'll see you again in (laughs) one one week. week.
we're gonna spin that big wheel, spin that bing, just to see what we're gonna talk about now. Here's the thing we're gonna talk about. <laughs> it is one week. So Evan, right now, pull Can out not a. Not do this on the one that Ed's gonna listen to. <laughs> I broke the chair. In disgust, I ruined your chair. Okay. 